Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We could be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to the s and Podcast special end of the year football special show. Steven is here. Vin is here. What's going on, buddy? Oh, nothing much. We're just, we're ready to have a good time. Super Bowl preview show is the always good, the, the good best. time's over. Okay. We started, we, we started speaking the to good each other. The good time's over. The good time's over. Okay. Now, now we're into business, okay? I'm sorry. It's business. Business. Business casual, okay? Okay. Well, my polo shirts are in the wash, so... <laughs> Uh, we're joined tonight by a very special guest. You know him from Jay's Week in Wrestling Podcast. He does kind of have like a, a an inkling to watch this Super Bowl game this week. It's only like the a thousandth time in the last ten years. Do you ever gets... get sick of it? <laughs> Welcome, no. Jay. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? How you doing? Thanks for having me on, man. What's no going problem. on? I think I'd be bored of Super Bowls by now. Oh, nine. It's like every other year. How many eh, has your no, son I watched? Mean... Keep forgetting how old he is. Huh? How many has your son watched? How many has he been alive for? He has been alive since the Seattle one, so three. This he's be literally three. seen since he's, the Patriots have been to the Super Bowl every year since he's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> This, was, this kid's going to be watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl till he's 90. He's going to be like that kid with the banner at the parade. <laughs> put, put it this way. He was he was maybe a few months old when we beat Seattle. Uh, and now he's five years old. So, yeah, there we go. Okay. So, basically. <laughs> and he's only seen them lose one Super Bowl game. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That wound still hurts. But, uh, well, you know. Time to make up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're going to look back at that and be like, that was Nick Foles. That doesn't count. I feel like I was... Right. In I... the grand scheme of things. <laughs> no, right, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it was like, that was weird. It was like a weird, I don't know, trip. That was just a weird night. Like, Brady was out the trying NFL to catch went on patches. Drugs for a year, and they're like, yeah, Nick Foles, sure. It was a hallucination. It didn't actually happen. Think about I mean, it. if you actually think to yourself... Okay, Tom Brady's going to throw over 500 yards and like three or four touchdowns in a Super Bowl game and lose. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought that. Unbelievable. <laughs> and drop a pass. Don't forget. Drop the pass, too. Mm. Which, which, which is a pass he has caught before, and he did it against the Steelers, I think, maybe a playoff game or two before. Which is hilarious because, you know. Mm, clearly Brady's not clutch. Can't win to do it in the big game. You know, it's kind of like Can't Wes Welker it. in 2012. He's oh. too old. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to throw that one out there. You know? She was right. Her husband can't catch the ball and throw it. <laughs> That's right. She's all that one right. right. And I, <laughs> that joke got made so many times after it happened, but I still love it. Yo, the fact that nobody got to, like, ask her, like, go to her and be like, hey, so you were saying a couple years ago about yeah. him being able to catch the ball? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if uh, I was Nick Foles, I would literally go to her and be like, hey, babe, at least I could throw and catch it. 
<laughs> do you think i have to think like in their household this is like him playing like rec hockey at midnight because she makes all the money and he doesn't have to get up in the morning that's what i feel like this is he's he's in the beer league yeah like <laughs> he's the she beer makes league all the dad. money and he, she's like oh oh you're gonna go oh, have a nice time one of the, it's like that kind of relationship is what i think it yeah. has to be. i'm calling it now brady rushing touchdown for the win <laughs> Hey, he's the king of the quarterback sneak. So he I is the king of the quarterback sneak. I just, I just hope the Rams actually play defense. You know, you know. Oh, they, they unlike will. the Chiefs they... in overtime last. <laughs> the, the Chiefs kind of forgot. Well, play, forgot uh, they, they, they showed, they showed their defense throughout the whole year. I don't think they forgot. I just think they reverted back to what they were, which was not a good defense. Right. Right. True. Um. What's his name being on the Rams now? Who did they trade? Peters. You know, I thought hurt their defense. The Chiefs traded Peters, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chiefs traded Peters. Yeah, they got Peters, they got Talib, they got that guy that got that hit. What was his name? Coleman something. I forget his his full name, but uh he's the one that got that hit on I guarantee yeah. if he does that hit again, it's a flag. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be that, fast. That guy's no. gonna have to watch out. Yeah, he, they're um, gonna look for the first play they can. Roby Coleman, yeah, whatever his name is. Roby, Mikel Roby, Roby Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if he like touches somebody, they're gonna throw. Like he needs to. He needs to watch. And he's the main one talking trash. He's the one saying that Brady H has gotten to Brady and all that. I was like, are you asking? For, he must have a death wish or something. I bet yeah. you Brady targets that dude all game long. Bro. And then they he, they brought it up to him at media day yesterday. And he was like, "Oh, that's cool, man. I don't I don't think I said that." And they were like, they read him back like four quotes. He's like, "Oh, that's cool, man. Thanks." And I was like, "All right." Well, this is actually the perfect segue right now into re- recapping the conference games. Yeah, which I still believe they should have just redid the Saints. No, because no, it, because this is why. No, twenty people went to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> okay, well the Pro Bowl is <laughs> It would have made a lot more money. How do you fix how do you fix Pro Bowl weekend? You you make it a playoff game? You make you you replay well, not even a playoff you game. Replay, It'll be a playoff minute. Right. You re you replay one of the, the conference championship mm-hmm. games. Or you give a team like the Bears an extra shot. Give them an extra life. Or, you know? Like, right, the now, Bear, now like here, you knock the ball off the pole. So you get the one extra shot Pro Bowl weekend. The Pro Bowl becomes the round robin tournament of field goal kicks, and whoever wins it gets it. As yeah, a, I mean, there you go. Vanitari I mean, is going to get a redo for the championship game, for the divisional round. First of all, don't throw an interception in overtime. Second of all, the go. first three drives of the game, they're in the red zone, and they got 13 points out of it. That's their own fault. You could put the game yeah. away right there, 21 nothing, boom. Especially with a team that has talent like Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Ingram. You know, you would think a Drew Brees-led offense like that would score more than 13. Even 17 points. But but in all fairness, fairness, look at the other side of the ball. 21 nothings, nothing for the Rams offense. I know, but they had ample opportunities to put their, you know, put their step on their throat. And it just didn't happen. Um, but then again, Gurley's hurt. I don't care what anybody says. I don't know. This, this, I, this guy can't be healthy. 
I think he is banged up. Like there was something like a foot, but it wasn't. He had something, you know. It's probably from stopping short, like three games this year. Yeah, <laughs> At the end right? of the game and falling instead of running into the end zone. And... Yeah, a couple of you know gamblers decided to take care of business. <laughs> well, you also got Todd Gurley's first few years in the league. He's been injury prone, so this is nothing new for Todd Gurley. You know, I mean, he's missed the season. I think he's missed a whole bunch of games, so he's been healthy. He was healthy last year. He was healthy most of this year, but now that he's hurt, it's not really surprising to me because he's been injury prone most of his career. This is true. This is very. That's very why true. they 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 picked up C.J. Anderson off the street and brought him back in, and he's he's all overweight, but he's still running all over people. <laughs> so I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I want C.J. Anderson as my second running back on the team next year with the Giants. Yeah, why not? He'll be the perfect complimentary for 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 Barkley. So why not? You even though someone's probably gonna overpay for him. I, yeah, you know where he's he, going next year. He, he, New England. He's no, going 100%. to New England. Hundred <laughs> percent. You don't. I mean, there is no quote unquote Legarrett Blunt this year. Sony Michelle's kind of doing it himself. They need. They're gonna need that role eventually. So just yeah, he'll get to that. Also, do you know that they could just use Cordero Patterson to just run oh over people? God, that annoy. You know what's funny? Because they did that the one the, in the game that the Patriots played the Packers this year. Cordero Patterson, I think he ran for like eighty five yards, and I I was like I I hate this because I've been playing Cordero Patterson since he was a Viking, and it just annoys the hell out of me. Um, James White's the leading receiver in the entire like playoffs right now, like yards yeah. wise. Yeah, unbelievable. I hate the Patriots so much. <laughs> I I I appreciate their greatness. I really do. Like that, he's obviously the best quarterback ever. They might as well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they renamed the trophy after Belichick. But I still hate them. They can't rename that trophy. Mm. You never know. I could see, or maybe the AFC Championship game trophy. And then they rename after like uh, Kraft or. I don't know. I can see that. Not yet, but I can I, see that eventually. I, I can see that too, yeah. Yeah, eventually. I mean, they've been to eight straight. Eight I mean, that's, that's got to get boring. The Super Bowl, at least, like, you, you take some years off. You take a year <laughs> here and there off. Right. How many AFC Championship? It's like 15, 14 AFC Championship games or 13 in the 18 years. I mean, that's just dumb. It's not fair. I don't like it. <laughs> Let someone it's, else win. It's, anyway, we went from this is quickly like every time we get on a topic, it just goes back to. Well, now we can transition to the Chiefs pictures. not showing up in overtime. <clears throat> I mean, Andy Reid once again lost to Bill Belichick. He he should well, have. Called, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference. He should have called timeout in overtime at some point. Like he, just, sh- he should have. Stop. Give it. those guys a rest, or somebody <laughs> should have faked an injury or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, well, I got on them originally. You mean the when they scored right before the two minute warning, even though they couldn't really wait. But I'm mean, you. You saw it coming as soon as they scored. I was like, okay, well, I've seen this movie before. I don't need to watch it. I'll tell you this much though: if they would have won that coin toss, I I wouldn't have seen us stopping Mahomes from scoring. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, 
<clears throat> I, I honestly think they could help him to they would help him to a field goal, and then obviously it would have been on the defense to make a stop going back the other way. But they they are usually have a the Patriots if their defense isn't good, it's at least you know bend don't break kind of thing, and they hold you to the field goals. I tell you this, I was very impressed the way they we held them to zero in the first half. I wasn't expecting that. I, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Because yeah. like you said, we're a bend, don't break, but we bend a lot to right. the point of nausea <laughs> for me. Because it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, one pass for 45 to Tyreek Hill. And then, I, I mean, we, sh- we shut Hill down, which was which was awesome. And then in the second half, right away, Kelsey right down the middle, then a touchdown right away. And I was just like, here we go. I was like, here's the, here's the bending part. We let right. them come back. Right. <laughs> Ugh, I really hope we don't make golf look good. I tell you that much. I, you, you know, know what? and and we're gonna talk about this a little bit. This could be, and it came out funny enough. I talked about something, and then there's an article about it, Vin. Um, this could be the circle of life for the NFL. I mean, Brady this beats is... the Ram- Brady beats the Rams as a young upcoming as a young quarterback. Now Goff beats the Patriots. As a young quarterback, well, it changes everything. It, it's more, I guess, golf, yeah. But I, like, we've had this debate for a while. Not, you know, really debate, but whether it's like Brady or Belichick, who's the more important one. I think it's pretty clear McVeigh's the more important one in that relationship. I mean, yeah. personally, I think. But if you watched, like, I, I really paid attention to them, obviously in the championship game, but also with like when they played the Packers. The Rams do a lot of motion and nonsense, but they're just running the ball the whole time. Like it's not, it's creative, but it's it's mostly they just run the ball. So I mean, if you can just stay disciplined in your in your lanes, you should be able to 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 stop them. Which the Saints did on the ground for the most part, but obviously they have a prolific passing game as well. Grant, I don't feel like I could trust Goth yet. I don't know. Um, he makes some throws that you're kind of like, oh, where's that going? But then he's also, you know, there are some inconsistencies, but he's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. He is good. I'll tell you this, that Cooper Cup loss was a big loss for them. It, I'll tell you that much. It was. Um, Robert Woods is a, is a, you know, average to above, you know, mid middle of the pack wide receiver. Brandon Cooks, who, who we're f- familiar with from last year, is uh, above average to almost star wide receiver. You know what I mean? Um, and that's pretty much in terms of the receivers. I mean, they got that big tight end, Higby. He's he's okay. He's pretty good. He could do some damage. But like Vince said, man, they, t- the key to their offense is all Todd Gurley, bro. Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. I, I feel like they're like – I, like I said, the way their offense is like a lot of motion and stuff, they need all I – mean, an elite receiver wouldn't work there. Like you couldn't just have a guy that – like a Julio Jones or whatever. I don't, I don't think it would work in the system. So I feel like uh, Cooks is like the, the best receiver they could have and still work, I feel like, if you know what I'm saying. Did you see Cook is like bringing a bunch of people to the game or something? Isn't he from – I don't know. I think he's from there. I feel it. I know McVeigh is. 
who apparently is, is McVeigh allowed to stay up late enough to watch the game? Play? McVeigh once beat out Calvin Johnson for like Georgia Athlete of the Year. What was what is that? Some and also or... and also he was um uh he did something else that came out. That's some super racism right there. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that man, Calvin Johnson, is the most athletic person I've ever seen in my life, and apparently, nope. Sean McVay. No, Sean I McVay, think uh, Sean McVay faced off against Julian Edelman in uh, in college. Yes, and beat him. Oh, that's back when Jules was a, a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You forgot. Um. So what else about the championship games? So the Saints need this. Apparently, the Saints are going to pop up in, out of the tunnel after the coin toss with the Stone Cold music. <laughs> just beat the hell out of the Rams and just play. I, I said it. I mean, to you guys off air, I want regular sports to be more like WWE. Yeah, but it's got to be like they didn't announce Rocks coming back to host WrestleMania. Pop. Right. That's what we need. I need that pop. Like, like I don't know what. Who's doing the game? It's it's Jim Nance, right? Jim Nance and oh, Romo. God, they need Jim. Yeah. Ross. They need Jim Ross to call the Super Sorry, Bowl. They, I don't like, think Jim need, Nance. Jim, Ross to call the Super Bowl. Jim Nance would not be being good. Like, oh, that's the Saints music. Uh, that's my Jim Nance impression. I don't know. It just would. <laughs> it, it wouldn't go. Can you imagine over. we just hear trumpets? Yeah. <laughs> the Saints just come marching. In. I'm telling you, man. We, we spoke briefly about the xfl earlier just joking around but hey you give me some jim ross and jesse ventura i'll be good to go exactly exactly um that would be by god what a tackle by god yeah (laughs) um so just so everybody is aware we are running this show for charity um so the charity this year is kids need more it's a good charity that helps out not just the kids that have had cancer and have cancer, but their siblings as well. They do a lot of cool things like a bunch of galas and camping trips and just, you know, different events. Like uh, I was kind of telling you guys off air um, a little bit about it. I found out during Christmas they go to kids that have had cancer's house and bring them like big Christmas sacks of toys with like a Santa Claus guy and Mrs. Claus and they're all caroling. And what happens is the kids get to pick. It's not just for the kids that had or have you cancer. Mean the actual Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus oh, comes, of course. Stephen. Right. Right. Um, so it's for the kid who had and ha- or has cancer. And also their siblings, they get to pick out a bunch of toys each. And then whatever they don't want out of the sack actually gets put into a different thing and goes to different hospitals throughout the tri-state area for kids that have cancer who aren't home for the holidays so of course that brought the the attention to me um a friend of mine tara her son nicholas who's gonna be 10 in march um had cancer when he was younger don't ask me what cancer he had because it's a long long word that i don't know all i know is she said soda can size thing on his lung or kidney one of the two well, okay. But he's good, now. he's good now. He's good now. He actually had a test like two long weeks ago. As long as he's okay. And it came back 100% clean. So it was all good there. Also, shout out to her younger son, Brody, who turned seven today. Um, on the 30th. Um, also, we're going to have 
game predictions from them later on. No recordings. I just got text messages with their predictions for the game. Um, Boring. Well, <laughs> well, considering it's already 930. <laughs> um, okay, Wait, well, it's not going to snow, so it's, it's not a school night. Yo, do you believe this? Like, I saw this meme the other day that made so much sense and, like, really bothered me. Like, these kids these days will never get the... F- the fun feeling of waking up to have breakfast and have to watch the news to find out if their school's not open or not. That was the or like when the phone rang at six thirty in the morning and the only possible reason it would rang is because somebody's calling you on the phone chain and you were like yeah <laughs> right and you get so excited because the school's closed but now they get a freaking ping through their cell phones a text message all no for but honestly like it's been times in college when I woke up to that test me- text message. It's lit. I'll be honest. You yeah, wake up to that text that, message, like, like, go right back. Do you remember the excitement in the movie Snow Daven? I mean, you can't replicate. There are not many things in life can replicate the Snow Day excitement. <laughs> I mean, Josh Peck went nuts. He, no, he <laughs> fell unconscious. Like, <laughs> I mean, and they got a second Snow Day. That's a movie. Let me tell you. We were talking about <laughs> 90s movies early. That's a movie right there. That's a classic. A young Sloan from Entourage is in that movie. It is. She <laughs> dropped her her whale brace and Yep. <laughs> she we, liked the bad guys. Always liked the bad boys. This is what happens when Dan's not here to keep us, you know, <laughs> on a leash. Jay, Jay's just enjoying himself. <laughs> Jay, hey. clearly, Jay likes our comedy. You know? We what we need is a mech game right now. That's when things really get off the rails. Yeah, let's have our Super Bowl preview show with the Mets on. <laughs> now it makes me want to look to see if a Met Classic is What's on SNY, Steven? Please what? tell me it's a Met Classic. It's a Met Classic! <laughs> let's go! 2001. No Johan, hitter. Johan's no hitter. We're watching Johan's no hitter. <laughs> oh, here we go. Did the, the foul ball happen yet? Um, I think that was in the fifth inning. I don't remember. I'm not in my seat at this point, by the way. Just that on record. Okay, but that's your problem. You are out of your seat at baseball games more than any human I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but uh, a baseball you're still watching the game. I I don't know. Anyway, with that being said, uh, since we are raising the money, make sure you are sharing our episode. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of social media. Um, of course, listening to it on snblog.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, all their podcast apps. We will be raising three dollars per listen, combined from all the all the applications that you can listen on. Um, to the kids need more charity. Um, I've actually been in contact with this lady Sarah, who's super excited to share our stuff with uh, with everybody tomorrow. Um, well, today when you're all listening, the thirty first. Um, we're gonna keep it up for one week, and of course it'll be on after that. But the charity. The donation raising will only take place for one week. Uh, with that being said, let's go listen to a m- little more United We Brawl, and we'll be right back to that. Don't start a riot! In my face, you can feel my... Alright, welcome back to the SD Podcast Show. It's time to, uh, I mean, get into an actual game preview. We've been talking a lot about the two teams and championship games and whatnot, but... Actual previews, big, you know, things we're looking for in this Super Bowl game. And and the biggest matchup, I, I, I mean, it's not really, it's tough to 
call it a, it's not an on-field matchup, but the the young genius against the quote-unquote you know old genius whatever. Um, a matchup of the of the two was supposed to be two of the top coaches in the league, how they make adjustments and you know whatnot. And the biggest thing for me, pretty much any time you play the Patriots, is you can't get um, lost in the moment. The last two Super Bowls they've won is because the other team's coach tried to do too much. You know, obviously the Seattle game, we know about that, and the Atlanta game, the same thing. See, and I said... You run the ball three times, that's it. I said it to my dad watching the Atlanta game. That game was over at halftime, most people thought. But it wasn't because, think about it, there's a big difference in Super Bowl halftime show and a regular game halftime show. Sure. Yep. Brady and Belichick know how to prepare a team for a Super Bowl. For guys who haven't been there, there's enough guy in the Patriots to help the guys who haven't been there prepare. But like, the other I team mean, doesn't have that type of experience. We've talked about it at Nauseam. They run the you know after Julio makes that catch, they run the ball three times, kick a field goal, the game's over. But you know they got away. They got away from themselves and they let themselves get sacked out of field goal range and the whole tide turns. So, yeah, there's one coach that is always, you know, made the 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 appropriate adjustments during the halftime. It is Bill Belichick. He is the king of seeing what went wrong, what worked and what didn't work in that first half. And in the second half, they, they come out with a totally different game plan. And, you know, either it works or it doesn't. But for the most part, it's usually on point. Listen, at the end of the day, you know, again, Experience wins games. Games like this, it's an experience thing. How many how many Rams have played in a Super Bowl game other than Brandon Cooks and Talib? No, that's, that's well, I mean, for the record, Brandon Cooks played 15 seconds in the first game last year before he got killed by Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> Does he know that he played in the game last year? He may not even know that he was in that game. <laughs> One of the... I mean, on-field things I'm at least looking at, and it's something I always look at when he's on the field, and that's Indomitian Sue. If he decides to be up, if he's not trying to try and not be a lazy, dirty SOB, Tell us how you really he's feel, one of the ben. best in the league. What? Tell us how you really feel, Ben. I mean, I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think my feelings on Indomitian Sue are any, you know, are, are, are hidden. But, like, he... I, I, I was listening to – I forgot what I was listening to, but somebody who's like a Miami guy said he used to try to, like, roll up on Brady. Oh, no, it was a long line. But he, when they were in Miami, he would try to roll up on Brady all the time. Is he going to try to do that or is he going to, you know, play with in himself and, you know, somehow I, – I don't know how he didn't have a monster season when he was the best defensive tackle in the league standing next to him. I will best tell, you, I will tell you this. Anytime he ever rolled up on Aaron Rodgers, he never got up. Brady will get up. Or they'll just replace him well, with the Brady in the back that they have waiting. You know, the other robot. You can't get up when he steps on somebody. Well, you no, can if you're a robot. The only person you have sitting back there is Brian Hoyer, unfortunately. Yo. I mean, <laughs> that'll be something. Brian Hoyer comes in win. Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer wins the Super Bowl? Oof. Well, I'm, I'm the NFL is going on strike forever. Like, right, that's it. I'm done. We're, we're watching the Alliance League for the rest of our lives. That's it. Yeah. The Alliance League and Pig Howard are going to take over because Brian Hoyer won a Super Bowl. Oh, shit. I'm telling now, you. I... Yep. Zach Mettenberger. 
Just saying, Zach Mettenberger. Zach Mettenberger. Is yeah. the pig getting the ball tossed in by Mettenberger? Yes. Oh, man, that's, hey, the man. league's in trouble. The league's a watch out, man. <laughs> pig, pig Howard, bro. Watch out for Pig Howard. I'm a man, Zach Mettenberger. LSU in the house. I don't really like LSU, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll tell you this. I, I know Vin said like his key matchup for the most part is uh, is the two coaches. I'd say it's the the upgraded offensive line that we've had just by adding two new offensive linemen in the playoffs. And and I know who you think we didn't sign nobody, but we have two new offensive linemen. You want to know who they are? Rob Gronkowski and 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 Devlin, James Devlin. Those are our two new offensive linemen. If if we have them just block like they've been doing. And if we can keep Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue away from Brady long enough, and we do a lot of, I'd say if we do a lot of no huddles, especially in the beginning, get those big boys nice and tied, I think we'll be pretty good. I I don't even know if you can get them tired. That's how good Donald is. Like yeah. we could get Sue tired though. Well, I mean, <laughs> he walks and falls asleep, so you're not worried about that. <laughs> Yo, he's the, I'll, yo, he's a joke. He's legitimately a joke. Like, I'll never forget going to the Giant Dolphin game in Miami, and he just, he's a joke. Like, for warm-ups, he had his own introduction. That's a big boy, though. That's a big. <laughs> exactly, yeah. he didn't need the introduction. <laughs> so you mentioned Gronk. He's got seven catches for 104 yards in the two games. So he's not lighting the world on fire, you know, off, you know, um, to the air. But it's kind of like I go. I don't, for some reason, I thought back to this. But like when Kobe couldn't score in the NBA Finals game, so he had like twenty-five rebounds. That's basically what Gronk's doing. He's like, I can't catch right now, and I can't run, so I'm just gonna run people over in the the first three steps, and that's what he's doing. I mean, he's a giant. He should be able to block somebody. Should yeah. be. Maybe. Yeah, he's been he's been, been doing, he's been doing a really good job at it. He's, yeah. He's been blocking, and like I said, we've been using the fullback Devlin. He's been blocking. He's another huge body. And I, and, you know, and I will still say to this day, 2012 would have been different if Gronk was healthy. Because if he had his his leg healthy, he could have dove for that ball a lot better than the Hail Mary. When it if was falling he to was the healthy, ground, he have, dove for that ball. Gone for that right, because he would have never had to go through the pick. Chase Blackburn would have never yeah. picked that ball off. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Gronk um, would have probably dominated most of the game anyway when it got to that point. Right. Um, Brady hasn't been sacked this, this postseason yet, right? Nope, not once. That's going to be – I mean, that's obviously like we're saying it's something to look for because they spent a lot of money on these defensive backs and, and pass rushers this offseason for the Rams to be able to cover people and then get some sacks. So, you know who's? Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Alec Ogletree's not there anymore. So, they'll I mean, thin at the linebacker position. Well, they got a they got they got Fowler from Jacksonville. So he was big. He made. I mean, he made the pretty much the play of the game in the championship game to get to Breeze, and then the, obviously the tip the tip pass. Um, wasn't Alec Ogletree bad for you guys though, Stephen? He actually wasn't terrible. Eh, all right. We've had worse. I mean, considering giant linebackers have been terrible for the best 20 years. In all fairness, it's well, been since like 1991, okay? Yeah. You know what? They stopped doing cocaine. Says the, says the guy who hasn't had an offensive lineman since 
since dinosaurs roam the earth. Um, a dinosaur would be a great offensive weapon, by the way. If you're wondering why it's Paul, Stephen and I are watching Mike Baxter to make a catch in Johan's no hitter. <laughs> um, any Stephen, any matchups you're particularly looking forward to, like on you know on the field thing? Brady versus the secondary. Okay. Like the Rams secondary isn't bad. Like Peters is out there. They got a couple Believe other guys we mentioned it earlier also. Like they can pass rush and cover. Right. But the middle their linebackers aren't you know, their their coverage linebackers aren't great, which that could bode well for Gronk. And Edelman. And Edelman. Right, oh, they, all, they all go over the middle. Chris Hogan. I'm Jesus just happy Christ. Omar Quintanilla went out to protect uh, Mike Baxter. Um, what also should be interesting is, we like Jay mentioned before, and we see it, um, you know, all the time in Belichick games, is he picks one thing and takes it away. It was Tyreek Hill in the Chief game. What's going to be the one thing you would think it's going to be Todd Gurley? And then he's going to make them beat them through the air. Yeah, but do you have to take away Todd Gurley? I. I mean, I guess you would take away. That's the thing. Like we talked about this earlier, how do you take away somebody who's not healthy? Why would you look to take away then in general? Yeah, just concentrate because you know Gurley's not healthy, so he's probably going to be a decoy. What I and they're going to use him for the play action. If I'm if I'm Belichick, I'm taking away the passing game. Make Gurley beat you. Because because one of the best adjustment guys in the league, coaches-wise, is Bill Belichick. So, first quarter is, all right, let Todd Gurley beat me. I'm going to give you the running game. If I have to adjust, I'll adjust. Because you know he can. So, would you take away, like, concentrate on more on Brandon Cooks? or or... Cooks. Definitely Cooks. Yeah, cause cause Cooks knows he's you know. But then again, you could just lay him out in the first fucking first play. And... Well, you know, well you know, Gilmore is gonna be on him the whole freaking game. Oh yeah. Unless unless they decide to bench him, you know, like they benched um what's his name last year. Yeah, that still pisses <laughs> me off, man. Like, like if you're gonna if <laughs> that honestly something like that probably. I mean, I'm not gonna say. It cost us the Super Bowl because Brady was very, very close to breaking Philadelphia's heart at the end if it wasn't for Graham getting the strip sack. But <clears throat> Malcolm Butler guarding Alshon Jeffrey is way better than uh, Eric Rowe guarding Alshon Jeffrey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that was in all fairness, never... in all fairness, <clears throat> Malcolm Butler was ranked like the worst cornerback in football this year. Sure, but like <laughs> there. The whole point of that, the whole thing was like he's making a point, right? He's like he's trying to, he's staying sticking to his guns and he's trying to prove a point. They knew Malcolm Butler wasn't going to come back. I, why are you trying to prove a point with a guy who's not going to be in a team next year? Yeah, and there, there had to know. be something else behind that. <clears throat> but even if, even if there, there was a whole bunch of stories that he went to a concert and then he went to the hospital because he uh, was on drug or was drunk or whatever, there was conflicting stories. Like that he was out late or he wasn't out late. Even if he was out late or was at a concert and showed up at three o'clock in the morning to the you know, to the hotel. At least try it. 
It can't yeah. hurt to try. Deion Sanders, Sanders partied all night. Dion was partying the whole Super, all the Super Bowls too. Sure, like just anything. Try it for a drive. I don't know. Speaking of I mean, Dion, by the way, there's a thirty for thirty coming out on Dion. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I got I don't know when so it that, is. It's on tomorrow. I have to record it. And for uh, because I have to do it for all all the wrestling fans out there. Uh, I really, really. Uh, tell ya, the Ric Flair 30 for 30 is freaking awesome, by the way. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I feel like I recorded it and deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I could find it online by now. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think that was good. Oh, I have it just, okay, I have it recording already. Yeah, actually, I mean, no, that's not WWE, but WWE does a good job with their, like, documentary type things like i watched the one on the they done on the hardy boys it's on the network that was yeah. really good i gotta watch more of that stuff yeah they had you know, the, it was uh, really good. even though it was an hbo one the andre the giant one that hbo did was pretty simmons dope. did it bill simmons yeah. did that one mm. um oops, nope not recording the three um but yeah vin's right the guy the things they do on wwe network uh i watched part of it was the uh WrestleMania last year. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Rumble took freaking twenty four hours to do it on its own. I couldn't watch the thing for thirty more minutes. Oh yeah, shit, that was a long ass pay per view, and I'm gonna get into that later. But like when we do plugs and stuff, but shit, bro. <laughs> like, come the, the, on, w- like, WWE Network is great, and it wasn't even like I'm not gonna lie, like there were some good matches, but it wasn't even like an exciting. The Rumbles were not excited. Bro, that pay per view was longer than Mania, bro. <laughs> I, the women's rumble wasn't. I, the, the, the men's rumble has been boring lately. I don't know. Whatever, we'll get into it later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Jay and I complained a lot. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I want to ask Jay, the wrestling aficionado, something later. Remind me, Stephen. What no, I asked. Gronk text... won't win the belt next year at Mania. What? Gronk won't be a surprise entry at Rumble next year. Well, no, I'm, I'm just going to ask him now. Jay, there has to be something better we can do with the money they're paying Brock, Brock Lesnar, right? Because it's the most boring thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my goddamn life. No, they're finally booing like the crap like, out of him winning. I haven't been entertained by a Brock Lesnar match since that time he fought Goldberg like two years ago and they just, just spearing each other. And I was like, this is good. This is what I want to see. I know you two can't do anything else. So just spear and F5 each other all day. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean that was that was an entertaining match. I'll tell you that it was better than the match they had when they were young. Right. Um, oh, no I fairness, mean, nobody cared. Nobody watched that match. That was that was the that was the bathroom break match at that WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'll was... tell you this, man. If the matches that Brock has with guys who can actually work are the matches that are good, the matches that he has with guys that are his size or bigger are super boring and and that's why brock chose to wrestle finn balor at this royal rumble because he knows finn could jump around he could sell for him like crazy that's why the that's why they also switched mania seth rollins is going to be a good match because seth rollins can bump his ass off and also but, uh, and also the match that he had with um daniel bryan was good too because the match know, that, that he had what... with bryan the match that he had with uh styles with uh the aj styles last year 
the match that he had with CM Punk before he went bye bye to go get his ass whipped for real in the UFC. The those those three matches were were pretty freaking good because he's wrestling guys who can work who are smaller than him, so he could throw them around and it'll look it'll look believable. You know what I mean? So. You know, right. I could take Brock in doses, which is what they give us, which is why I'm kind of not tired of it, even though he's been back since 2012. So it's been almost eight or eight, seven to eight years already. That, that he's been doing already? It. Yeah. Yeah. He's Listen, been doing the, the same thing. The best thing, thing is, is we only see him five times a year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he has uh, an upgraded Undertaker schedule. That's that's Lesnar's right. schedule. The problem is he's the champion. That's the problem. Right. He needs to lose. Sometimes, yeah. I listen, I, and I've said it before on the show. I don't care if they resign that clown for another decade, as long as he's not the champion. Right. You can't have part-time people be champions. Like it's just right. not the way he's this a, works. He's a, he's an attraction. He 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 boosts ratings. He boosts pay-per-views. I mean, not pay-per-view buys because I don't think you know it's just the network. But right. and I don't think Brock moves the needle on subscriptions. But. You know, in terms of live television, you mentioned Brock Lesnar is going to be on the show. Some more people are going to watch. Does he sell shirts? I guess I don't know. Maybe yes, because they do the shirt. They redo his shirt in every city, right. unlike other guys. So like his yeah. shirt is special just for the city that he goes to. So when he goes to like the rare cities, it's big. I guess I'll say like Suplex City in freaking like West Bubblefuck, Connecticut, or. <laughs> Like, wherever they go, it's going to say Suplex City. Since, since we're a little off topic here, you know, as usual as on our podcast, um, R-Truth, <laughs> the U.S. champion. <laughs> yes. Okay. No. Hey, he, he is. Hey, he won it last night. I know, listen, but like. <laughs> that dude is on a roll. He R-Truth. sang Jack Swagger to the cage at Bellator this past weekend. He uh, wrapped him to the cage. Apparently, WWE made mad money on it, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Because Congrats they had to ask. Uh, Jake Hager, by the way, first MMA win. Congrats to Mr. Jack Swagger. But yeah. Because they had to ask permission to use a lot of the stuff from Swagger. Um, one more thing. Like I said, I texted Steven this stuff. I haven't keeping up with like the weekly shows, but like I jump in when the big pay per views happen. I don't like heel Brian. I don't. I don't like. Oh, it. you mean save save the earth, Daniel Bryan? Yeah, I don't. Like that. Yo, that belt was ridiculous. But just like, because like I said, I haven't been paying a lot of attention. So I turned it on at the end of the, uh, I guess it was the end of the women's rumble, and I see it's AJ and Brian. I'm like, those are like I love AJ. If I had to pick my favorite guy, it's AJ. And then I was like, Brian, I, Brian's great. This should be a great match. And it's I okay, we're going heel and interference. And okay, great. This is more boring nonsense. Yeah, well, since he's vegan, he changed his belt from leather to like. Uh, hemp to hemp and 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 oak. Oh, great, he's wearing a thing of weed around his waist now. I mean, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Yo, apparently Bray Wyatt like said something about it, but I didn't see what he said. Bray Wyatt, he's good too. Yeah, too bad he's never gonna be seen again. Probably Why not? not? I haven't seen that dude in forever already. You haven't seen him since Hardy retired. Yeah, they pushed him. They were pushing him big like two years, three years ago. What happened on that? He's one of those guys they push, and then they say, back off. I guess he didn't I mean, He didn't produce it. I thought the, the feud he had with, like, Cena was good. That was, like, his first big thing. Even though Cena's not around either because he's acting. Yeah, Cena's, no, uh, he's hurt. Yeah, of course. He has an ankle injury. That's what they I just want him. Jeff Hardy to be the champion. That's all I want. Yo, I was 
I was watching Rumble with my friend, and she goes, I don't understand why you understand this. So then I brought up the video of the guy crying. It's still real to me. Legendary <laughs> <laughs> video, bro. Um. Anyway, so what do the Rams need to do to win this game? They need to sack Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. The three times he lost in the Super Bowl, <laughs> why did he lose? Yeah. Yeah. Pressure. They, they have they have to get to him. They have to they have to blow them, which the Chiefs didn't do and is what the Chargers couldn't pull off. You know, they, they have to they have to blitz him. Apparently Max Kellerman loves to point out that Tom Brady was the worst quarterback in the league against the Blitz this year. So it seems like it should be a simple formula, right? All those big boys you rush for and you leave a whole bunch of people in the secondary to to hold down the, the receivers and you try to take down Tom Brady. And if they can't get to him, they're going to lose. Pressure up the middle. That's the two big defensive tackles. I mean, Donald should be able to get there, Sue or Sue or Fowler or whatever. You got to get to it. If, if he goes and if it's he sacked one, I say two or fewer times in this game, they're winning. I have a good Brady getting sacked question. That's not really. Brady. Oh God. Two thousand seven Super Bowl. Uh-huh. You, have you, have to, you, you, you just couldn't help yourself, could you? No, we no, 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 no. Listen, if you had the rules they have today, <laughs> how much quicker I mean, would the whistle have blown on that Eli to Tyree play? Oh, he, he would have been done. He would have been yeah. done. As soon as they put a hand on him, he would have been blown dead. And the thing is, they, they held him for a little bit, and Eli scrambled out and ran I off. Forgot, and... I forgot the name of the ref, but he came out publicly and said he was too Mississippi away from the whistle. But honestly, like if you're a defensive player and you can't catch Eli Manning, it's your own fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got you're, you're gonna suck. <laughs> you, even younger Eli, there's no reason why they couldn't just have grabbed them at that point. Right, like, right. Grab a jersey, grab something. Right. And then I don't even want to get into David Tyree's ass. I mean, that was. I mean, I'll say it to this day: Rod, if Rodney Harrison's not under him when he hits the ground, the ball hits the ground first, and it probably pops out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's a weird thing because they would have been not tackling him, but still, the ball would have hit the ground first. Um, I saw a pretty, uh, pretty funny meme earlier on Facebook. Somebody said the Rams need to sign this guy back immediately, and it was Nick Foles. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I heard they about- signed a new quarterback for the week. His name was Mick Oles. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I heard there was a new groundskeeper in the Rams facility last week. <laughs> and it was a picture of Belichick. <laughs> yep. Eric Mangini. Um so what are the keys for the Patriots to win this game? Protect Tom Brady. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. The offensive okay, so line. It's has... just it's just that. Okay. The offensive yeah. line and I, I I'm gonna say Mr. Super Bowl comes through again, James White. Yeah. Because he seems to come up big in the two Super Bowls he was in. Even in the loss to Philly, James White dominated that game. You're right. But I think I think Sonny Michelle is the difference maker at this point. Well, if because the Rams are a pretty good run defense. If we could find a way for Sonny Michelle to get off, then, then that'll be, you know, even better. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked to see stuff where they both are on the field at the same time. Sure. 
Or Rex well, Burkhead, for that matter. We have that three-headed monster. Rex Burkhead. Yo, Rex Burkhead is heading, oh. heading to the the Alliance after. He definitely, <laughs> there's a factory that just creates white receivers and running backs that the Patriots have somewhere up in the... Yep. Oh, and, and in that factory is... And in that factory is AFC West running backs as well. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, where's Danny Woodhead? Did he retire? Yeah, he retired. I think he's still hurt uh, for the Chargers. No, he, <laughs> he, he went to the Ravens for like a year or two, and then he retired. Damn, man. Oh, my boy, I, I used to like Danny Woodhead. He was good, man. Yeah, Danny Woodhead was the man. Career Hell ended in 2018. If their if uh, league gets popular, he'll end up in the Alliance. Him and, him and Walker. Right. Oh, I don't know if Welker like is like. I don't conscious. think Welker knows no. where he is. Yeah, <laughs> he got hit one too many times. I feel bad. Like that's gonna be a guy that we see in like. I mean, he's not gonna know where he is. Yeah, in like ten years. Hey, Someone's man, gonna throw a butterfinger. At Welker him was like our Welker was our Edelman for like ten years before. Yeah. Edelman came. Has Edelman dropped the pass like ever? Nope. <laughs> like... They all get caught in his beard. <laughs> I swear to God, ever since he made that catch against Atlanta, I don't think he's dropped one. I don't know how. Did somebody just, like, they show the screenshot of that where his hands are off the ball and the ball's like three inches off the ground. I still don't know how he caught that. <laughs> yeah, just, it's insane. I just hate the Patriots. God damn. Well, I mean, well, you can go back to the championship game. It was, I mean, I think that was more Brady's fault than Edelman, but it got, after that, you know, roughing the passer call, which is a, which is insane. But um, you mean the, right you, mean, you mean when the guy whiffed on slapping Brady in the face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. roughing the shoulder call, roughing the shoulder pa- uh, shoulder pad call. Yeah. <laughs> but yet, like two drives before he that, threw you, you threw Mahomes to the ground and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nope. He, he whatever. He never got hit. He could take it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it went right, it went right through uh, Edelman's fingertips and went right into the de- right into the defense for the interception. So I guess you could go there, but it wasn't really a pass that he dropped. But right, yeah, he, his his hands are unbelievable for someone who was a quarterback. He's a ridiculous wide receiver. Yeah. And we also have a look, and we also have Chris Hogan, the lacrosse player. You guys just I mean, pick up people that don't play the sport and just like, okay, go play. See what happens. <laughs> just Can't get any worse. You're just, we're just going to be like, all right, you play lacrosse, you play there. Okay, you put, you played quarterback, so you can't do that anymore, so you go play there. They're going to sign a receiver next year, and it's going to be like, this guy was a world-class beer pong player. Now he's a tight end. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> He's going to be Gronkowski's yeah, replacement. Yeah, exactly. Right. Gronk's Gronk, Gronk replacement is the world champion beer pong player. <laughs> we have the weirdest then, conversations. Oh, we, we, have a, we, have, we have a wide receiver that can't catch Cordero Patterson. Just run the football. You'll be well, good. Yeah. It's, it's so simple. It's like, oh, I have a fast guy, but he can't really catch and he can't really run routes. So let's just hand them the ball. And Belichick's the only one that thinks of it. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> But, I mean, how much credit does that go to Josh McDaniels? Well, I mean, I, you weren't on with us, but I was, as a Packer fan, I was talking for months that I wanted Josh McDaniels as our coach. I, I think he's the next big head coach. But, I mean, he'll just be the Patriot head coach, and we'll have to deal with that for the next 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I think he gets a lot of credit for that kind of stuff. He's never leaving there, too, by the way. No, he's not. Well, he pulled the Belichick last year, and he pretty yeah. much signed with the Colts and then said, fuck, no. Yo, I'm did good. you know he signed, like hired a coach? <laughs> he hired, like, an he, he hired the offensive line coach. They had the most improved <laughs> offensive line in football, and they fired the guy because <laughs> Josh McDaniels hired him. I'm sorry. But, but when you're when Andrew Luck dies next year, you're gonna call this guy, and you're gonna be like, "Excuse me, sir, we're sorry." Well, I mean, they do have they did draft like the best offensive lineman in the draft. Like, can you imagine if they like go the complete opposite way next year on offensive line because they fire the guy? Yeah, because they just like you're, we don't like you. You were hired by that guy. That's some funny shit, man. The NFL is so weird. They got some weird. I I don't understand why anybody let that slip through too. Like, okay, we're gonna hire this guy for three for three hours. He's gonna hire someone else and then quit on us. Shit! <laughs> like, how does that work? They can't not let that guy. They they shouldn't even let that guy on the thing. So, with that being said, uh, let's go play a little bit more United We Brawl, and we'll be right back after this with our awards and predictions. Welcome back to the end of the year football special show. Uh, Steve and Dan and Jay are here. Uh, Vin, sorry, this makes up for me calling. Wow. Him. This makes up wow. for me calling him Dan a couple of weeks ago. Calling him Vin a couple of weeks ago. So we all come full circle. Wow. I'll tell him. Unbelievable. Well, I'm, just, least, a, I'm just a random co-host. It's not like you haven't oh, been at a least co-host for two years or something. At least he didn't say it's me, Dan, and Ben. That would have been interesting. Right. Well, at least he didn't call you Sean, like you said. We actually have Sean Matthews joining us. Sean Matthews? <laughs> hey, you mixed up his name. Sean Hunter. Yeah, but didn't he? Oh, no, he wasn't adopted. He was adopted by the high school coach. He was adopted by, what was that guy's name? Mr. Turner. <laughs> Mr. Turner. Jonathan Turner. Yo, yes. we this, tell, this, listen. This, and, that we could do an entire podcast series hey. before Boy Meets World if you want. Hey, yo, let's do it, bro. 90 uh, show. We'd make, create a show right now, bro. Yo, can you imagine? <laughs> we should definitely do it. The three of us have a podcast about it. And bring Danny on and just see if he chimes in. Right. <laughs> hey, I mean, it is football related considering Sean Hunter's father was the dude in Waterboy. Hey. <laughs> With the pierced nips. <laughs> and it's also related because that guy's dad was... Uh, Oh, right. Frankie, Frankie's dad was Vader. Yeah. It was Vader. <laughs> Yo. It's such a good episode. It all works oh out, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Listen. Okay. We're going to get to the awards now, so we don't have to talk about what right, we're We're going to go kind of backwards on it. Okay? That's what we're going to do. We're going to go kind of backwards okay. on it. Um, we're gonna Tarantino. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with comeback player of the year first. Okay. Just 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 throwing it. Just just doing it. Throwing the hell mary. Okay. What do you guys got? Uh, Danny has Andrew Luck. 
I mean, I think Luck's going to win it. So I don't want to just talk about the same guy the whole time. I would throw in J.J. Watt's name, too. I mean, I think he had 20 sacks this year. Um, Obviously coming off an injury, even though he's coming off an injury like every other year. It's probably going to be Luck, though. Mm, I, I, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go with a with a legend, man, a, a future Hall of Famer. Obviously, um, I'm gonna go with Adrian Peterson. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, he came back. People thought he was done, and he had some pretty good games for Washington, man, where he was looking like his old self. Ben, who did you say? Uh, I'm saying Luck. I, I want. I kind of like. I, I just wanted to mention JJ Watt too, but it's gonna be Luck. I think. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's gotta be luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else can you possibly even consider there? Well, I think the other two guys we just mentioned were or can be considered. Like Peterson didn't, you know, Peterson was, it was garbage two years after, ago. Yeah, but after being signed by the Saints for like two weeks last year, whatever it was, he actually came in and did a pretty good job. And JJ Watt, like he, I think he had, he was back to him being himself this year. If they're missing most of last year. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Luck, like Danny. Um, I just, I just don't think there could be. I, I just, I feel like Aunt Luck can, uh, Watt can get it any year at this point. He's like that yeah, Chad Pennington of the NFL Comeback Player of the Year award. True. <laughs> Yo, know, who else could get it? If you want to stick with Houston, is Watson? Ah, uh, possibly coming back from the ACL tear. Or even speaking of Houston, you know who they signed as a coach, as a strength and conditioning coach, Brian Cushing. Jesus Christ! Um, that's a terrible idea. That guy was never healthy. <laughs> like I got suspended twice for steroids, and like I'm like, okay, I mean, it makes sense, Finn. These teams just don't think they. Every front office just needs a super fan in there going like, are you dumb? <laughs> like when the friggin' Redskins signed the guy who, what's his name? Uh, the guy from the uh, Niners, Reuben Foster. Yeah, the guy from the Reuben Foster who got cut because of domestic violence. They signed him three days later. Like, are you stupid? Also, you could say the Boston Red Sox are signing Mejia, but hey. Well, I mean, when it becomes their closer, have you seen their bullpen lately? They don't have a closer, so I'm just saying the closer gonna... that they didn't use in game in the World Series last year is still free. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be their closer. Um, okay. Defensive rookie well, of the year. Danny has the kid from the Colts, Darius Leonard, which is a good pick, but it is. I'm going with the kid from Dallas. Damn it, Stephen. <laughs> Wait. Which kid from Dallas? Well, Leitian, the Thad Castle of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Leighton Vander Esch. Yes, that's who I'm that's going with, too. Because I think Esch. technically, what's his name? Jalen Smith might be. No, I don't know if he's he a rookie play last year. more. Did two, he play? Oh, he did play the end last year. You're right. You're two right, years you're right. ago was the year. He was drafted two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Lander. Lander. He was drafted the year we stupidly drafted Eli Apple. Mm. I mean, I didn't say that out loud. 
Isn't he on the? No, he's on the Saints. Oh, not thank the Rams. God, that would have been that would have been a disaster. <laughs> Who you got, Jay? Jay, I'm gonna go with Derwin James from the Chargers. Mm, another good one. Really wanted the Packers to draft him, and then they traded out, and that was a, one of the more depressing moments of the season. Who the hell are you going with? <laughs> Me? Is he still the San Diego? He's, he's not on the San Diego Chargers. He's on the L.A. Chargers. You know what's funny is Goodell you know said the funny? Pro Bowl had the same attendance as the Chargers. I mean, <laughs> was that, that a joke? Is that like when the Mets say that they're not going to trade for Stanton because they burn a Nemo? <laughs> well, that made sense, man. <laughs> okay, but this year it was Bryce Harper instead of Jeff McNeil. If that makes sense at the end of the year, <laughs> we'll be in the World Series. So... <laughs> That makes sense. We're done. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. done. I mean, giving up. Okay. Um, so, offensive rookie of the year. All right. right. Danny yeah. has. Very surprisingly, Danny. And has. honestly, I read what he said about why, and it made me think yes, also. He's probably going to win. Baker. And we both have him. Yeah. I, I was going to say that, too. I, he's probably going to win because he's a quarterback. But Saquon's pretty damn good, man. It, it's oh, tough, yeah, for sure, to not say Saquon. But look at what Baker literally put a team back on the map. Yeah, he took us a winless team last year, and not for nothing. And I have a my boss is from is from Cleveland. He's a huge Browns fan, and not for nothing. If they would, if Zane Gonzalez wasn't their kicker the first couple of weeks, they they would have been in the playoffs. Yeah. So who do you got there? <laughs> I'm saying Saquon, just for, for kind of just for sake of being different. But I mean, he what he was like second in rushing yards the season. Uh, yeah, he needed like 300 in the last or third. game. Third, to... it was like second or it was like second or third, whatever one was one of them. Okay, here's an interesting one. Coach of the year. Okay, Danny has McVeigh, and I'm gonna put Matt Nagy from Chicago. Mmm, I like it. And think of that one, Jay. What are you saying? Uh, um, I'm gonna go with Andy Reid. I mean, I, I know he had a young phenom and. He probably got the best time now, and and uh, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill is unstoppable. They began the year with Kareem Hunt, and then he pushed the chick, and, uh, and now he's out of the league for I hear whatever. The Bears tried but, to uh... kick <laughs> Is it too soon? Is it too soon? I mean, the, the old... <laughs> but I mean, you know, and, and it did give me satisfaction to. That, that we beat them to get to the Super Bowl, but that, that's neither here or there. But uh, in terms of all year, I mean, can't deny, I mean, what he had in Alex Smith and then what he got with this young phenom in Mahomes. I mean, he has a quarterback on his team that, you know, threw for five over 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. So it's, it's hard for me not to go with that. I'm going to go with uh, Frank Reich of the Colts. That First was the other year. guy I was thinking about also. Gets them back, you know, from what they had the third pick last year, I think. 
well, they started with the third pick before they traded it, and now they, you know, made the playoffs and won a playoff game. So my my other my reasoning behind Nagy was, I don't care what anybody says. They started the season one and zero. I don't know what happened. They just, you know, that, again, they were one and zero in that game. Let's face it, you lost that game then. Uh, nope. You, you literally, you literally terminated. We only you, had six wins this season, Stephen. I can't give any of them you back. Terminated the leg of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, like, like they did in the in the tournament yeah. where they cut his arm off. They Khal- basically did that to his leg. Khalil, Khalil Mack, literally dominated the first half, and they still lost. So, good for them. I can't believe we just had Kareem Hunt to be the Bears kicker. <laughs> Like, I'm still reeling over that. I tell you this, you know who's nowhere near coach of the year, John Gruden. What a uh, um, can it we? Depend, it depends on who you uh, <laughs> you call. Uh, the Bears, the Bears love, love him. Um, let's see, who else loves him? Dallas, Dallas loves, loves him. Dallas loves him. Wow, wow, yeah, Dallas too. Obviously, this year was a wreck for them. I'll be very interested to see what they do with these bunch of first round picks. Like, does he just right? Is he, he can make this whole pick... thing up. Yeah, he could if he just hits on these three picks, or he could pick Darius Hayward Bay, and we'll be back where we started. <laughs> Darius Hayward Bay, Sheesh. guy. And I and not for none, even though you know this guy has proven to be one of the better coaches throughout the past decade or whatever but i would put mike tomlin under that spot of one of the worst coaches this year just for the mere fact he lost control of that freaking team and lost two of the best players in the whole freaking league for the most part you're gonna lose Le'Veon bell for for nothing for a bag of chips and who knows what they're gonna do with antonio brown so you lose two of the best players of two of the skill positions on offense and you know you're stuck with the old broken down Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's um. He was like he's always he always he's up like a player's coach, and it seemed like that was like festering for a while that he was losing things, and it all just blew up in his face. Yeah, it's just interesting. Where are all these guys going to end up next year? That'll be interesting. Mm. I- I'm still skeptical whether they're actually going to trade Antonio Brown. Like once it comes down to push comes to shove at the at the off season, I don't know if it's gonna happen. I know, I know a place he can go. <laughs> Somehow, someway, uh, he will yeah. end up there. He'll end up in Green Bay, of course. We know that. So, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Somehow, someway, he's gonna end up on the freaking Patriots. He'll do a Revis where he's like, "I just want a ring, so I'm gonna show up for a year and not yep, and then do he'll lunch and then yep. I'll leave." <laughs> That's exactly what Rivas did. He came one year, we got him a ring, and he went right back to the Jets. Yeah. Like I don't think he even likes. Like I don't think I don't think he likes Brady. I don't, he doesn't seem to get along with anybody. He's like, I'm just here. I'll, I'll we'll just I'll do what I gotta do, and you do what you gotta do. Hey, that's what we tried to do with James Harrison last year. He came he came to us for right. half a year, <laughs> and then afterwards, James Harrison has nothing but good shit to say about Tom Brady. This is true. Um. All right, defensive player of the year. 
Danny went Darnold. I decided to yeah. wait two hours and let Cleo Mack win, just like he waited two hours to become the highest paid defensive player after Darnold was <laughs> the highest paid defensive player. <laughs> Cleo um, literally had, it felt like four sacks a week. Yeah. I, I think was... it's Darnold. I think it's, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Donald, yeah. I think it's Donald. But Mac's a good one too. I was trying to think of like who else it could even right. be. There's nobody else. I didn't think of Mac. By the way, it's really just yeah, it's Mac. Yeah, yeah it's obviously. literally those two are in a class by themselves right now. And if yeah. J, like you said, JJ Watt is, right. if he's JJ Watt, then he's there too. But he hasn't been himself the past couple of years, so. Right. Who do you got, Jay? No, I agree. I, I if there was a one A one B, then I, you know, it's easy. I, if there's I was a one A one B. Donald. Yeah, yeah, but I I would take. Unfortunately, I'll be we'll be seeing him on Sunday um, night. Do you think that there's a possibility of a co? No, maybe. Nah, I don't. Do they usually do I, that? I know they do that in the NBA. They've done <clears> that with Kobe of the year and stuff like that. But I mean, I they have know. before. <clears throat> the only one time I remember it was like I mean this was like. 10 years ago, but Steve McNair and Peyton Manning were co-MVPs once. Mm. I, don't, I think that's the only time I ever heard of them doing it, though. Um, okay. Rest in peace, Steve McNair. Uh, offensive. You're going with Don- Donald also, right? Jay. Yeah. Every, yeah, okay, Jay so is I went, I went yeah, Matt. yeah. I'm the only difference one on that one. Okay. Um... Def- uh, offensive player of the year. Remember, they keep an offensive one and they keep an MVP. So it's two different. I mean, I, I would probably have to go. But with both of those, I'm probably going to pick the same answer. But I'm going to have to go with Mahomes. Yeah. I He had too good of a season to not win both of them. I mixed it up a little. Mahomes is my MVP. And Breeze was the player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Okay. There are times where they do that, like one guy's going to win the MVP, so they give the offensive player of the year to the other one, something like that. But, I mean, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Finn, it's happening. I, I changed the channel already. <laughs> I'm watching currently watching a commercial for a soccer match on MSNB, for uh, CBS, I'm sorry, NBC Sports. I'm sorry, but... Soccer looks really interesting. I wish I could get into it. Yeah, I've never been into it either. It's like, it looks like a lot of fun, but uh, just not. It's too boring. Vin, it has happened. Oh boy, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna turn it on just to watch the guy, the fan yeah, run there on the field is. and get tackled. <laughs> the Gary Carter jersey, and nobody has any yeah. idea. And there he gets arrested. That's like there was yeah. Well, they really they gave him the business these security guards. There's a there's like that video of um. Yo, look at Bobby the Pelicans running in the field. are like are warming up and some guy just walks onto the court and starts shooting and nobody notices. That's hilarious, unbelievable. Um. All right. So game themselves predictions. Like I said earlier, we have two guest predictions to announce uh 
my boy Nicholas and Brody. Nicholas has the Rams winning 14-7, and Brody has the Rams winning 21-17. Shout out to them. Mm. Once again, by the time he's li- by the time if she actually listens to this, happy belated birthday to Brody. They both big, 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 big Brady haters. So, but then again, their whole lives Brady's been the best. So. Tara's raising him right. I like it. <laughs> All right. I got Patriots 24-20. Dan's got Patriots 31-27. What about you, fellas? I got the Patriots 28-24. It's always a good game. Every year the time the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, they've been one-score game. So it's always a good game. Right. That's so the one thing. It does get boring seeing them. But they've literally, they've all been a one-score game all right. line. So. There's that. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to be a, uh, a four-point game. I got 34-30 Patriots. Okay. What was that? 34-40? 40? What? Oh, 3430. 3430. All right. Remember, do not take these to your bookie. Except for the kid ones. <laughs> yeah, take the kid bookie. ones. Take the unders. You know it's going to happen. Exactly. Take the unders. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. It's going to be a low score. You know, it's crazy <laughs> because, like, I was looking at, like, the rankings, and these teams are terrible on defense. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're both. Bottom so, of the barrel defensively. Right. So like I said, take the under. Both going to show up defensively. It's going to be a 14-10 game. No. Um, so, Jay, you got anything to plug for us, buddy? Well, let me see. I, I do plan on recording the... 39th episode of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast uh, sometime uh, before the end of the weekend before the Super Bowl. And uh, I have a friend of mine who actually lives in uh, the Phoenix area, lives in Arizona, who went to the Royal Rumble live. So I'm going to try to get him on and, you know, give me his feedback on how it was live compared to me seeing it on TV. Tell me how the crowd looked. Tell me how they sounded and all that. Um so I'm going to do that. I'm going to get into the Royal Rumble, get into NXT, get into the up-to-date shows, Raw and SmackDown and all that. I mentioned it very briefly earlier. Talk about Jack Swagger's MMA debut, which was a successful one. Um, and, you know, just get into random stuff. Uh, we already have two matches for WrestleMania booked and ready. We have Brock Lesnar defending the Universal title against Seth Rollins. And we have Becky Lynch against Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championships. So we're going to see where uh, Daniel Bryan ends up in that uh, order of who he's fighting at Mania. He is in a Elimination Chamber match defending the belt. So let's see if Bryan is even champion by Mania time. We'll see. And uh, we also got uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships going down at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. So that'll be a first. And, yeah, we're just pretty much – it's WrestleMania season, so it's going to be a a busy time doing a lot of wrestling (laughs) podcasts until Mania. So that's pretty much where we're at. You ready, Vin? Anything? Well, I just posted an article this week on the 
a brief uh, Islander first half recap. Besides that, nothing much. Probably some Met stuff coming out soon once spring training gets going, some previews and that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. Maybe by the time, uh, you know, that comes around, you know, we'll have two guys signed. Right, we'll have a new number 34. Noah's going to give up his number to Bryce Harper. Oh, he definitely won't, but, I mean, I like to think, I like to think of, you know. Maybe. The fun they would have with it. Maybe Noah would be a nice guy for once in his goddamn life. Uh, I don't think you give away a number if you wear a robe that wears the number on it. That was bizarre. <laughs> I mean, he's a weird guy. I'm kind of sick of him, to be honest. Are you, though? Yeah, I kind of am. I don't think you actually are, Vid. I don't think we should trade him for Bryce Harper. <laughs> well, that would just be silly to trade him for Bryce Harper. I mean, it's fine. Just, like, release him and sign Bryce Harper. That's what I want. Trade him to the free agent team that everybody keeps making on Twitter and saying they would make the playoffs because there's so many guys not signed. Trade him to that team. The Montreal Expos. The Montreal Expos. Yep. <laughs> Yo, they should dead-ass bring the Expos back. Trade them to oblivion. They should dead-ass bring the Expos back and put them both, every free agent on the team. There you go. That's it. Take uh, it. Now, I'm not the biggest baseball buff, but I do, like, listen and stuff like that. Um, wh- what happened with Tebow when you guys? He's going to be the starting right fielder by the end of the year. He's still <laughs> – he's in the minors. He's starting the season probably in the – in, like – I don't know. I don't know where he's going to start it. But his agent is now the GM, so he's probably going to get a pretty goddamn shot. Pretty good shot. All right. But he's also married now, which means he's not a virgin anymore, so all his powers went away. So (laughs) we will see how that goes. He married former Miss Universe, right? Yeah, which is yeah, great for him. I feel like his power goes away, though. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) <laughs> Rest in peace to the purity powers of TNT. <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. I mean, I'm still reeling from that Kareem Hunt being the kicker. I'll tell you this, Cody Parkey took it like a G though. He was like, "Listen, man, as long as my wife and my dog Yo, loves me, I'm Did you see his wife? Damn, he got no good, complaints. Good, good for him. <laughs> and he's got to be like a good husband too, because like people, there ain't no like kicker groupies out there or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Y'all imagine we found out there was. I don't There'd think be a uh, lot Steve, more people trying to be kickers. I don't think Stephen Gostowski has a has a, ba- a female fan base out I there. Like, oh my god! So. Imagine they're all lining up outside outdoors <laughs> for him. Uh, maybe Adam Adam Vinatieri with that beard now might though. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh man! Imagine you see a whole line of women. Oh, you yeah. would think they're here to see Edelman or Brady or Gronk. Now nah, we're here to see Stephen Gostowski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Everybody enjoy the Super Bowl. S and D podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, 
SNDblog.com. Please listen, share. We're raising money for kids need more. It's a good charity with kids with cancer and who have had cancer. Also, Bell Let's Talk. Of course, we can't forget about that. Suicide Prevention in Canada. I don't care what anybody says. More countries need to be doing this. Um, doing something. You know, I do work for Verizon and I mentioned it. We'll see how far that goes. Anyway. Um, anything else, guys? No, I think pretty good. That's it. Enjoy the game. That being said. Oh,